Hello. What's up, loser? Not much. What's going on? <sighs> Not much. I was in the middle of uh, doing some mining, so I had to get to the end of the day so my game oh, would save. Oh, right, yeah. right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Understandable. I also <laughs> was playing it while I was waiting for you. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> That's the one thing I don't like about it is I it, there doesn't seem to be a way to save your game. Um, What I do is I just hit um, X and pull up my little mini thing and it stops time uh-huh. so then i just turn my switch off for the time being because time doesn't go faster and it's kind of like a pause button huh. i play it on the pc so. i don't know if that works um i would imagine it is the same way probably you Maybe. can't close out of it probably yeah. but um you could pause it at least like yeah that. yeah so anyway i have to get to the end of the day to save you know right so. right you know god forbid no yeah, i wouldn't want to lose any of my progress Right, right. Although I still haven't been able to find a goddamn prismatic shard anywhere. <laughs> I'm telling you, you got to go through the uh, skull mines for it. I can't find it. I'm looking. I'm looking. I can't it, get it. It is. Oh, you have to make sure you go on like a lucky day. I've had about a hundred emergency surgeries performed on me by the doctor, so yep, my chest is all. I'm sure nothing but scars and. Hello and welcome to This Horror Life, episode number 53. My name is Rob Humphrey. As always, I am here with Ghost. Ghost, how's it going? Oh, it's going, you know, gearing up for the holidays. A yeah. couple hiccups there and there, but uh, it's going. Yeah. Have it's you going. done all your uh, holiday shopping? Actually, the reason we started this a little bit late was because I stopped and grabbed a couple things on my home today. Okay, good. I thought it was because um, I was playing Stardew Valley, but all right. Um, <laughs> well, I I didn't realize you were doing that, so while I was waiting for you, I was also playing Stardew Valley. So mm-hmm. like, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. But um, <clears throat> right. yeah, I'm just about done. What about you? No, I haven't even started. You're lying. Nope. This is how I do it every year. I will be running around the next few days. Uh, in a panic trying to find everything uh, why i don't know every every year this is what i do so christmas is the same day every are. fucking year i know why why do I you know. do this to yourself here we are it's uh as of this recording four days away from christmas and i have uh not bought a thing but <laughs> is it like an adrenaline rush for i don't you know or something? i don't I know what understand. it is i have always done this i have bought gifts at gas stations on christmas morning uh to take to people while we were on the way to their house so you know i mean have you at least shot for your kid or something do you have no no not yet no but i know what i'm getting him it'll be all right what if they don't have it they'll have it why wouldn't they have that it'll be there it'll be fine okay not not even worried about it all right if you say so your kid's Uh, gonna open up just an empty fucking box with tissue paper (laughs) And be like, Dad, what the fuck? Uh, before we get into the episode, uh, I, I wanted to take just a second and say uh, thank you to the guys at Horror for Dummies. Uh, oh, Tim Horror Davis and uh, his co-host, uh, Luffy. Although I don't think Luffy's ever listened to a second of our show and probably mm. will never hear this. Uh, but uh, Tim Damn spotlights 
uh, different horror podcasts on all of their episodes, and he had some very nice things to say about this horror life on the newest oh, episode of Awesome Horror for Dummies. So thank you so much for that, Tim. Oh, and if you haven't listened to their show, check it out. Uh, a couple of really cool guys. They're very funny. They're entertaining. And uh, they're from Australia, so they say a lot of Ooh, crazy stuff. Our Australian friends. Yeah, Yay. yeah. Yeah, they say like uh, lots of Australian things like, that's not a knife. This is a knife. Um, you, know, you know, how have you lived this long? <laughs> stuff like that. They're like, crikey, mate, or whatever. I don't know. Um, but uh, yeah, they're, uh, Tim's a good dude. I've been friends with him on Facebook for a long time, as he mentioned on their episode. And uh, yeah, um, one of the things that I love uh, about uh, podcasting is that you get to know these different people. Um, yeah. You know, I mean, I never would have uh, would have would have met Tim. Oh, I haven't really met him, but you know what I mean. Yeah, uh, I would have never known that Tim existed if not for this. Uh, you know, he's all the way in Australia, and uh, so anyway, uh, check him out. Horror for Dummies, cool show, a couple of good guys, and uh, I don't know. I'd like to go to Australia sometime. I think. Um, I would love to go there, but yeah. um, the fact that their bugs there are like ten times the size of like normal bugs kind of freaks me out. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. They've got spiders there the size of like basketballs. Like I'm not yeah, trying to mess with that. I'm I'm not okay with that. Everything mm-hmm. else, like I'm totally down for. Like yeah. a kangaroo coming up to me, like ready to like sock me in the face. Cool, I'm fine with that. Big ass spider. Yeah. I'm out. I would I like would to see burn the building down. I'd like to see a guy box a kangaroo. Do they do they do that over there? Uh, oh, I don't know. That might be a question for your buddy Tim. It might be. It might be. Anyway, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, the the big the big uh, spiders and stuff is. Ooh, yeah, no thanks. Oh, no thanks. No, but uh, and also they the only thing they eat uh, nothing but Outback Steakhouse and only drink Fosters. So yo, Outback and Fosters are both good um fosters is okay my dad for the longest time drank fosters in, I don't, in the I in the big oil big, can yep in the yeah. big ass can yeah <laughs> for a long yeah. time he drank those when yeah. i was a kid and I, I don't like outback very much they overseason their steaks no i love outback dude they've got like this garlic butter you can get on top of your steak holy fuck it is so good <laughs> they're mac and cheese yeah. Oof. So, yeah they had some very nice things to say about us and from what i what i took away from what tim said was he really likes me and you're okay um i'll have to go listen and uh hear for myself i'm sure that that's incorrect okay but, all right yeah. check it out so it's their newest oh. episode which i believe right. they <laughs> funnily enough this isn't going to drive a lot of listeners their way but they cover the twilight saga <laughs> Uh, Did they really? Yeah, yeah. They talk about all the whatever four or five of those movies. Yeah. Um, oh God. When you join the grown men. Yeah, yeah. They watched all of the Twilight yeah. movies. Oh yeah, yeah. Tim's a grown man. He's married. He's For got like fun? three kids. Uh, Luffy's a grown man. I don't know anything else about him. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they have. A, they have a Patreon, and if you mm-hmm. sign up for their Patreon, you get to pick a movie or a theme or whatever for Was them to you? do an Did episode about. Twilight? It was not. It was not. Oh. No, uh, I don't think I ever picked anything. I did join their Patreon. I don't think I ever picked anything. If I did, I would make them do the Happy Death Day movies again because Tim hates those. Oh, yeah. yeah. And you know how much I like to make people watch stuff they hate. That's true. Oh, yeah. man, I can't believe they watched Twilight. Oh, yeah. All the all uh, four or five or whatever, how many of those movies they are. Uh, I, a- last year, I watched them when I was <laughs> like sick or something. And I was like, damn. 
like once you start one, you kind of just had snowballs and you just have to finish watching them. Mm-hmm. But it's like watching a train, like a car wreck crash. I a had a very wreck. different experience with those movies. Um, uh, did you just turn them off. Yeah, my uh, my ex-wife, wife at the time, uh, really liked the books. And mm-hmm. so uh, we watched the first one and I didn't like it, but I, I didn't hate it. I, you yeah. know, just whatever. And then um, we rented the second one when it came out on DVD. And I think I made it about 30 minutes, maybe 45 <laughs> into it. And I was like, no, I'm done. I'm out. And I was finished and I never watched another frame of one yeah. of those movies. I don't want to call it nostalgia because it's not really that. But I did read the books when I was younger. You know, yeah. I was in, I don't know, middle school and high school when the books came out. Uh, so... I think that's why, like, I, I liked them at a time, but then, like, now watching them, I'm like, there is so much wrong with all of these people. Yeah. <laughs> this is just toxicity at its oh, yeah. worst. Yeah, it's all over the place. And it's, like, to me, it's like watching a car crash. Like, you just, you can't peel your eyes away. Mm-hmm. You just, you got to finish it through, no. you know? Nope. I, uh, I happily looked away from that car crash and never, <laughs> never went back. That's very but, fair. Uh, I don't blame you for that. Yeah. But uh, yeah, if you want to hear them talk about it, check it out. It's horror for dummies. A uh, great show. A couple of good guys. And, uh, he's had a number of, uh, well, a couple of different hosts. I, you know, he must be hard to get along with. <laughs> you know what I think about I it. couldn't <laughs> imagine ha- having a co-host. That's just so difficult to get along with. I can't no, either. Just I just couldn't can't imagine either. it. Uh, he, uh, mm-hmm. I, at one point, his wife was doing the show with him, uh, and I don't know what happened Maybe to that. She but she made him do Twilight. Now he's got uh, now he's got uh, Luffy on there. Uh, anyway, fun show, entertaining stuff. Um, what have you been up to this week? You watch anything? You do anything? Um, I've been pretty busy um, this past week. Uh, I mentioned actually before we recorded, and I've mentioned on Twitter if you follow me there, my dad was in the hospital, so I was kind of busy. Um, after work you know going to the hospital i didn't really watch much but when he finally got out i spent the day with him on sunday and took him to see the new james bond movie not horror related but i finally got to see it and it was amazing uh i feel bad for the gentleman that was sitting next to me in the theater because i was crying at the end of the movie and he was probably thinking to himself what is this dumb bitch doing crying at a james bond movie (laughs) but it 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 was really good um it was a good ending for daniel craig um i was very shocked um at how it ended Mm -hmm. um without giving anything away um but it definitely ended unlike any other james bond movie (laughs) but it tied all of his uh films together pretty well it was really good yeah i hate james bond why i just hate those movies they're so dumb um, why? I don't know. I just find him dumb. Do you find them dumb because he's just like a ladies' man and just like I don't? Like, I don't know. It? They're just boring. Like when I try to watch them, I'm like this is just boring. I don't care. No, the Daniel Craig ones are so good. This guy's walking around with a British accent and stuff. No, like the the older ones. I haven't really ever watched any of the older ones. Daniel Craig is like my James Bond. Like he's James Bond to me. You mm-hmm. know. Um, but. I know, like, a lot of the older ones, it's, like, he's got cheesy lines, like, cheesy little one-liners, and he's just, he sleeps with everyone, oh, and yeah. that's just kind of, like, his thing, mm-hmm. where, like, I don't see that so much in the Daniel Craig, like, yeah. James Bond movies. 
See, that's that sounds like it should be right up my alley. Cheesy one-liners and banging all the chicks, but no. I just don't, I don't, don't know. They're really good. I, I just it, there's something about them that's just so captivating to me. I, I love them. There's a mm. lot of action, a lot of cool like car tra- chases and shit. You mm-hmm. know? So I'm all yeah. over that. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, so that's really all I've I've watched um as of late. Okay. Oh I well I have um I have been watching um the new Five Nights at Freddy's game came out security breach so i've been okay. watching uh every like youtuber that mm-hmm. i watch has been playing it so mm-hmm. i've been watching a lot of that i kind of want to play that too yeah how come you're not playing it um because i don't have the money for a new game right now um, it is christmas and i just spent a fuck ton of money yeah see that's why i save my money uh, you're not saving it because you're just gonna <laughs> spend it all in one spot all right, um, one time all right uh i don't remember if i talked about this on uh or not but i started a new book um, um i feel like you said you started okay. a book yeah i'm reading horror remember. store from grady hendrix and oh, okay uh, i'm about halfway through <laughs> it and so far it's really good okay uh, i like grady hendrix it seems uh yeah it definitely seems like uh he's right up your alley as far as books go yeah yeah so he's got a couple more i haven't read yet so i'm gonna check those out yeah uh as far as movies go i uh Last time we recorded, I was about halfway through the movie Frozen, not the mm-hmm. shitty Disney thing, but the um, Adam Green movie from 2010. Right. Uh, I finished that. I loved it. I thought it was great. Uh, I had a, a real good time watching that. I uh, rewatched the 2006 movie Stay Alive. Um, I hated that movie when it came out. Upon rewatch, I hate it just as much. All righty. Uh, really bad movie. Um went to the theater and I saw the new Guillermo del Toro movie, Nightmare Alley. Um, it's not really a horror film at all. It's uh, more uh, del Toro's take on a noir film, but uh, worth mentioning because it's del Toro. And it's extremely good. I highly recommend that movie. Uh, Joe Bob had a special on Shudder. Joe Bob Ruins Christmas. Um, he showed the 1995 uh, movie Ice Cream Man starring Clint Howard. Um, I had seen it a long time ago. It's a lot of fun. It's really bad. It's really cheesy. It's really stupid, but it's, it's a lot of fun. And he followed that up up with the 1974 film Gator Bait, which I had never even heard of. I don't think I want to know. Yeah. It's, um, it's sort of like, a I don't know, sort of like a death wish in the Louisiana Bayou. (laughs) It's, It's a revenge film. Okay. Uh, and it's, I actually really enjoyed it. it it's, uh, it's got some rough moments in there. There's no doubt about that. Um, yeah. There's some, some sexual assault that's happening in the bayou, apparently. Um, but uh, it's, uh, it's a good revenge film. And uh, yeah, I had a really good time with it. Uh, I watched the 2017 movie Anna and the Apocalypse. That is the zombie Christmas musical. Uh, I did enjoy it quite a bit. We did it you for Slasher very, Radio. very highly about that movie. Yes, it's very good. Very good. Um, and uh, did not disappoint on the rewatch. And uh, finally, I watched the 1984 movie Silent Night, Deadly Night. Um, which, as it turns out, I had never seen before. Oh, um, interesting. Yeah, I had actually seen Silent Night, Deadly Night Part 2, but never the, the original and it also turns out that they're kind of the same movie. 
Oh. Yeah, uh, part two, the first uh, half or so, is really just the first movie. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I guess I had sort of seen it. Uh, it's uh, it's an 80s slasher. It's it's fine. It's a, you know, it's... Uh, it's a movie. Yeah, yeah, it's good. I enjoyed it. Um, you know, Santa running around killing people. I, I nothing to nothing to hate there. Right. So that is uh that's what I have been up to this past week. Um did you have any news because we talked about it I only found one thing. Um yeah, I did have some. Go ahead with yours. Um this is uh yeah, from uh, almost a week ago this was announced. A Nightmare on Elm Street is uh going to be Preserved forever in the National Film Registry. Oh, interesting. Yeah, the uh, the National Film Re- Registry is at the Library of Congress, and they select works that uh, are, uh, uh, well, here's the quote, culturally, historically, or aesthetically significant. So, um, I think it is all of those. Uh, Nightmare on Elm Street is one of the movies that is now being added to that registry. There are other um, horror movies that are in there. Alien, I, I believe, is one of them. And... Um, uh, I think Halloween is in there. Mm-hmm. Um, so there, there are a number of four movies that, that have been selected before, but it's nice. I mean, I don't know what the criteria is for selection. It's really kind of strange because the other movies that were selected this year include the Ringling Brothers Parade film from 1902. The fuck? Yeah. And uh, Wally from 2008. Wally? Yeah. The animated movie? Yeah. I love Wally. So it's a uh, you know this list is kind of all over the place, and it's uh, from all different uh, decades and and stuff. I'm not exactly sure how they they select the movies, but uh, it's weird. Whatever it is, the Nightmare on Elm Street is going into the National Film Registry. Good. All right, what do you got there? All right, so <clears throat> sci-fi's bringing on horror movie is officially titled "Bringing on Cheer Die." Uh, that's right i forgot about this movie yeah it's apparently gonna be its first non-comedy movie um i don't know if that means it's gonna be straight horror or if it's gonna be like a horror comedy which i kind of hope it is um i feel like that would uh be much better Um, it sounds hilarious yeah it is apparently wrapped production Mm -hmm. um and will be out uh worldwide on sci-fi in fall of next year so that'll be interesting to watch. Yeah. Um, I've seen uh, the original Bring It On. Great and, movie. Uh, I don't remember any zombies. No, there were no zombies in that movie. Yeah. No, but, no, no. Uh, I did not see any of the, uh, the bad sequels. Or I, I assume they're bad. I didn't see them. Uh, I have not seen. I don't think I've ever seen a Bring It On sequel. Apparently there were five sequels. Yeah, there were numerous. Yeah. Because um, this will be the seventh installment the franchise so uh Uh, but uh this one uh yeah i mean i'm interested in this i'll watch it why not yeah um i i really hope it it leans into horror comedy i I don't see how they could it's such an absurd premise that it 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 is yeah i almost feel like though if they try to do it as straight horror it'll be so bad it will seem like a horror comedy right yeah i feel like either way it's kind of a win-win situation (laughs) i mean yeah you're kind of right in that yeah uh, I think that Rebecca McKendry was involved in that movie. I don't know who that is. Well, I can't find it now. Uh, yeah, she wrote it. Okay, she's oh, one of the co-writers. Right. There you go. Okay, yeah, she is. Um, 
she works. Uh, she she teaches um, film classes at uh, I don't know what university, but she's also a host of a podcast on the Fangoria Network. Okay. Um, she literally has a doctorate in horror films. Oh um, wow! Yeah, and she's she's made a number of movies, um, including a holiday anthology called "All the Creatures Are Stirring" or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, yeah. she's she's. Um, she knows uh, a thing or two about movies, so uh, interested to see what she does with this one. Yeah. Um, all right. Um, <clears throat> the next thing I have, Spiral writer Josh Stolberg, I'm assuming that's how you say his last name, says the next Saw movie will make John Kramer fans very happy. I'm Apparently, fine. he's working on the next script. Uh excuse me, polishing up the next Saw script um, yeah. and says, what I can promise you is that this is going to make John Kramer fans very happy. There so will, will be blood. Will they bring him back from the dead? I, I don't know. That's a good <laughs> question. Um, and does this know. mean they've taken the franchise away from Chris Rock? Oh, I hope so. <laughs> uh, here's the thing. The problem I had with Spiral wasn't so much that it would ended up being more of like a police procedural. Mm-hmm. It just for it to be considered even in the Saw franchise, they took too much away from the traps themselves, mm-hmm. which I hated because that's the whole point of Saw. Like that's what people go to Saw for because yeah. because the traps are gruesome. Yeah. You know, that's and, what, and, uh, there mean, was that's at least for my lie. There were at least there was at least one trap in spiral that i didn't even understand how it worked no yeah like it didn't even make sense so yeah um yeah i didn't care for spiral but you know what i don't really care i don't like any of these movies really no you don't Um, i mean the first two were okay uh and that was it the first three no i didn't the third one garbage third one was good i didn't like any of them beyond your lucky cat's not here (sighs) i'm not afraid of her she would beat you you should be she's lucky she's not here <laughs> couldn't even get her to show up at slasher radio last week you kidding me stop decided she was she there last week wasn't she decided she needed a vacation before. day you know what? i don't blame her for needing vacation day for the <laughs> two of you I don't blame her but, but I, I lift people up ghost no you don't <laughs> it's my best no, quality no 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 you think you lift people up when <laughs> in fact you just shove them down with no. your insults. No. Anyways, uh, the fact that they're making another one, I'm not surprised. You know, Spiral for the most part did pretty well, I think, um, at the box office. Yeah, it's a bankable so, franchise name. It is. I mean, you so know, they'll they'll keep making them until hopefully know, it they stops uh, making money. Yeah, hopefully they uh, make it a little bit better. Um. Here's some news you might like. Um, Guillermo del Toro's Nightmare Alley uh, mm-hmm. is going to have a limited black and white release. You know, a friend of mine literally two hours before we were recording <laughs> told me that. And yeah. uh, it does make me very happy. I'd love to see it in black and white. Um, yeah, I know he, he really, you know, leans into the noir mm-hmm. um, kind of filmmaking with this uh, yeah. movie. Um, I haven't seen it, but... Um, yeah. I, you know what? Sometimes black and white just works for me. Well, this is—I have no doubt this would be fantastic. And Del Toro is yeah. great, so it'll look great in black and white. Um, my yeah. guess is though, it's a limited run, and it's not going to be anywhere near me. Um, let me see. Per variety, the venues that will show the black and white Nightmare Alley include the new 
where I don't know where any of these cinemas are. So uh, I would imagine probably not anywhere near you. Yeah, that'd be my guess. Although I, I would assume that at some point they will release it in black and white. They, I mean, they might, oh. you know, they've done that with some movies. I, you know, Mad Max Fury Road, they released in black and white on like Blu-ray. Yeah. So I, I imagine they, they would, they would do it, especially um, if this sells out really quickly or something. Yeah. So anyway, uh, it's a good movie. I highly recommend yeah. it. It's, I, I want to watch it. I, I just, oh my God, I'm so sick of going to the theater. It's so expensive. When I took my dad, it was like $30 for tickets. On top of the fact that it was like, you know, $30 for popcorn and snacks and a drink. Uh You got to sign up for the like uh, the club. Yeah. I don't know what kind of theater you go to, but Uh, usually AMC. Okay, yeah. AMC A-list, man. It's 20 bucks a month. You can see three movies a week. For for free? For 20 bucks a month. Wow. And so um, I can see 12 movies a month for $20. For $20, yeah. Yeah, I mean, if you go if I went to the movies more often, if you go twice a month, it pays for itself. Yeah, it's kind of like that uh, uh, movie pass or whatever the fuck it was. Movie pass was awesome. I I had that for a hot minute. I had it for yeah, I had it for about a year before they finally shut down completely. I loved that. That was great. That was only ten bucks. That was awesome. Yeah, at that point, you could go see a a movie a day. Yeah, great. Yeah. But uh, yeah, once uh, once Movie Pass finally died, I, I joined AMC's A list. Yeah. yeah, it's great. I mean, twenty if bucks I, a month. Three if I went to the movies more often, and that includes the uh, the AMC thing, also includes like IMAX and and three D yeah. and stuff. So you can go to those movies. It doesn't cost you anything. Um, it doesn't. Uh, there's, I mean, concessions are concessions, but you know, yeah. I don't buy that stuff. Usually. I mean, if I'm going by myself, it's not that much. Yeah, know? very rarely. My I, dad and we got a large popcorn, a large yeah. drink, and he wanted a big ass pretzel. So, yeah. you know, very rarely do I buy that stuff when I go to the movies, but uh, sometimes, and you do get uh, points as part of AMC A list. So you get rewards back. Oh, okay. So every once in a while, I'll get like, you know, a $5 reward for like $5 That's off nice. at the concession stand or whatever. That so, is yeah, very nice. It's a good deal. I like it. But I go to the movies a lot, so yeah, you do. It saves you me do. a lot of money. Yeah. Um, let's see. Um, the Resident Evil Welcome to Raccoon City movie that came out was in yeah. theaters is now available at home streaming for oh twenty dollars. Oh boy, I didn't um, see that. I have not seen it. I wanted to see it when it came out. I'm gonna wait until it's not twenty dollars to see, or I can stream it for free. Yeah. Um, but uh, from what I've heard, it's very, very, very close to the games, mm-hmm. which I like. Mm. So because I really like the games. I mean, I don't know anything about the games. I saw that one Resident Evil movie. It was garbage. <laughs> um, yeah. So I don't know. I mean, I just wasn't. I wasn't interested in it. I wasn't excited, and uh, yeah. I just didn't make it to the theater to see it. I mean, when I did finally make it to the theater, I saw other stuff. You know, there was stuff I'd rather mm-hmm. see. Yeah. Fair. All right. Um, last thing I have the Texas Chainsaw Massacre video game developers tease new Leatherface family members. Yeah. We'll be meeting. Um, I don't know if you guys talked about this on Slasher Radio. We did. Um, but right now it's the cook, hitchhiker, and Leatherface that mm-hmm. are displayed prominently, but there are going to be more killers added. Yeah, I don't um, like with this the help at all. of Kim Hinkle. 
Um, apparently it was, uh, she had several ideas for additional characters that never made it into the original 1974 film. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. I think it'll be interesting to see uh, more family members, more killers. I don't like it. I, I, I mean, you're introducing new characters that I don't know. Yeah. And I, I'm, I'm not going to, I'm not going to get to know these characters because it's not that kind of game. No. I, you know what I mean? Maybe it, it will be. No, there's no story to it. It's just going to be Friday again, where you're just trying to survive or you're trying to kill people, which is fine. But I don't know who these killers are. It's like when you it's like the generic killers on Dead by Daylight. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I'm not interested in those characters because they mean nothing. They're nobodies. I mean, I guess, I guess that's fair. Um, I think it'll be interesting to see, you know, if they're going to have as many survivors as they have killers. Or if it's going to be like almost like switched around, mm-hmm. where is it like it's all these different killers trying to go after one like survivor mm-hmm. um, that could be really, really interesting. Um, but I wonder if I they'll mean, have Franklin knows? as a survivor. Franklin. Yeah. The guy in the wheelchair. The wheelchair? Yeah. <laughs> That'd be pretty cool. Just wheel around. <laughs> That'd be badass. Honestly, I'd be down for that. Yeah. Just wheeling around. But All yeah, right. that's uh, that's it for the news that I have. All right, that is the news. Uh, this episode is a uh, director profile. We haven't done one of these in a while. Yeah, it's been a hot minute. Yeah, so um, I thought it'd be fun to talk a little Sam Raimi this week. Yeah. Uh, Sam Raimi is, uh, of course, the uh, most notable for the Evil Dead movies uh, and that franchise. And he um, he's made a lot of good stuff, though. Yeah, uh, I don't have a whole lot of background on him other than the fact that he's from Michigan somewhere. <laughs> somewhere uh, in Michigan, yeah. Royal Oak. Yeah, wherever that is. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's uh, October twenty third, nineteen fifty nine, is his birthday. Um, as far as his filmography goes, uh, nineteen seventy seven was his first project called "It's Murder." He's the writer, director, and producer, also editor and sound mixer. Wow, um, so he did everything. Huh? Yeah. Uh, never even heard of this movie. Don't know anything about nope. it. Nope. Uh, but then we move on to his next film, 1981, and that is The Evil Dead, where he Great was movie. the writer, director, and executive producer, and also special effects, uncredited. Um, oh, wow. This movie, uh, we, have we talked about The Evil Dead on... We did because we did the remake rumble on it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So we I, talked pretty extensively about it. Yeah. I mean, this movie's just incredible. Uh, yeah. And I, I would just like to say, I don't want people to be misconstrued from that uh, Royal Rumble episode mm-hmm. uh, or remake rumble episode. Excuse me. I don't know how to talk. Mm-hmm. Um, I really liked this movie. This yeah. movie was really, really good. And it was really hard for me to decide which one I liked more. But. Uh, the original is so good, and I feel like it did so much for because this was an indie movie at the time, was it not? Oh, absolutely. I mean, it was just a bunch yeah. of people that got together and made a film, and like it, I think it did a lot for indie horror. Yeah, at the yeah. time, especially yeah, and, coming out in the early eighties, and it's it's really great, and it doesn't have the tone of like Evil Dead Two or Army of Darkness, where it's not no. it's not as as funny as those movies. Mm-hmm. It's not trying to be. Um, mm-hmm. But it's still it's an, and it's still incredibly effective. I mean, it's a pretty scary movie still to watch. Yeah. Uh, you know, all these years later, what thir- forty years later? So yeah, I, I really enjoy the Evil Dead. 
he followed that up uh, with 1985's Crime Wave. He is the uh, writer and director of that. He wrote it with the Coen brothers, who are uh, two directors that I, I absolutely love. Mm-hmm. I've never seen this movie. Don't know anything about it. Neither right. <laughs> Looking at the poster, it looks awful. Uh, <laughs> but that's all I got for you on it. <laughs> Never seen it. Uh, 1980, uh, 1987 uh, is uh, when he did Evil Dead 2, writer and director on that movie. Um, Which I think is the only Evil Dead movie I haven't seen. You haven't seen Evil Dead 2? Nope. Oh, it's great. <clears throat> it's great. And Before and we Bru- did the uh, Evil Dead one, the only one I had seen before that was Army of Darkness. Bruce Campbell does such a great job in Evil Dead 2. Yeah. Of just his like physical acting Mm -hmm. it's so good yeah this one is uh uh, it's great it's a lot like the the original evil dead um Mm -hmm. bruce uh except in this movie it's just bruce campbell and uh his girl uh go Mm -hmm. out to the cabin there's nobody they don't have any friends with them okay um but then you know everything pops off like it does in the first movie (laughs) and uh yeah bruce campbell is just fantastic in this movie um again though an absolute uh, horror classic and uh, a wonderful uh wonderful film uh in 1989 he follows that up with easy wheels uh looks like he was just a writer on that and he was credited what? on that movie is celia abrams what is this movie i don't know um oh his brother wrote it oh yeah um what the but yeah, this? it looks ridiculous. I, <laughs> I, 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 don't even, I don't even know what to say. Uh huh. Yeah, never. There's uh, literally this Wikipedia page has the plot, uh-huh. and that's it. Yeah, never <laughs> There's heard of it. Here. Uh, I'm just looking at the poster, and it looks ridiculous again. Yeah, it does. Very 80s. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, he followed that up in 1990 as the writer, director, and executive producer of Dark Man. Have you seen Dark Man? I have not. Very cool movie. It's a uh, sort of uh, a cross between a universal horror film and a superhero film. Okay. Yeah, it's the I wouldn't poster, really... um looks like uh the oh my god, Darkwing Duck. Yeah, That's what it reminds yeah. me of. Yeah, yeah, it kind of does look like Darkwing Duck. <clears throat> Yeah, I uh, I haven't seen it in years. I don't remember it all that well, but I know I, I really did like it. I've got the soundtrack on vinyl. Oh, okay. But it is a uh, really cool movie, and I believe it got some sequels, although it looks like he wasn't involved with them. Hmm. Oh, look, you know, he was as a producer. It's down here further. Oh. Yeah. But yeah, it's a, it's a really good movie. Sort of, um, I don't know, kind of crow-ish, you know? I haven't seen The Crow. You haven't seen The Crow? I know. I've been meaning to watch it for years, wow. and I just never have. I know. I All right. Know. Well, it's the same sort of story. It's like a revenge story, basically. Okay. You know, guy gets burned horribly in a fire, and they think he's dead, but he comes back all wrapped up in bandages like the mummy. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, and, you know, kills people. But, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a really cool movie. You should check it out. Yeah. Um, we've got two from 1992. We've got one called The Nut House. Uh, which he was the writer on, and he's credited as Alan Smithy Jr. Oh, okay. Yeah. Now, Alan Smithy, holy God, look at the poster for that thing. I know. <laughs> it also <laughs> says that it was initially titled The Nutty Nut, and I just I, I don't know that I want to know anything. What about is this. going on? There's like a, 
a Terminator ripoff guy, a cowboy, an Elvis impersonator, a baby, yeah, a baby, possibly a woman in a French maid outfit, maybe. I yeah, I don't, I, and I don't even know what the hell that other thing is. I I don't know. It looks like he's supposed to be Frankenstein or something. Yeah, shit. but like a, a little person. Oh no, screenplay by Bruce Campbell. Excuse me. Wow. All right, so yeah, I've never heard of this movie. It looks terrible. <laughs> now, but he is credited on that movie as Alan Smithy Jr. Now, Alan Smithy is the pseudonym that a director uses when he wants his name removed from a film. Oh. So if you ever are watching a movie and you see directed by Alan Smithy, it doesn't necessarily mean it's a bad movie. It just means that the director did not want anything to do with the film. He didn't want his name Oops. attached to it. Uh, I've never heard of a writer doing that before, though. Yeah. Well, that's um, that's sort of odd. But uh, also in 1992, Army of Darkness came out. Yes. Uh, writer and director on that. Uh, also the editor. <coughs> Uh, he was credited on the, as ROC Sandstorm for some reason. Mm. I don't know. He's big on alternate credits, apparently. <laughs> yeah, which is weird because I looked at that that nutty, the nut house or whatever, and uh-huh. Bruce Campbell is credited for screenplay as ROC Sandstorm. Really? On that one, yeah. All right. I don't know what the hell's going on. <laughs> <laughs> I don't either. All right. Whatever. We'll move on to Army of Darkness. And, yeah. you know, you've seen Army of Darkness, obviously. I have. You said. Um, uh, this one's while, more. Yeah. This is much more of a comedy uh, than the other Evil Dead films, but it's still just fantastic. Uh, it is so good. I And I didn't know what the fuck I was getting into when I watched this because um, I watched this, I don't know, three or four years ago. And I had never seen any of the Evil Dead movies. I didn't know that this was connected to Evil Dead at the time because, you know. At that point, I was still kind of a newbie in the horror scene, uh-huh. um, especially for older films. And I was just I, I couldn't believe what was going on. It was just such a fun watch. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's really great. Um, and it's a the, the rewatchability of that movie is ridiculous, mm-hmm. too. You can just watch it yeah. a million times. It never gets it never gets old. and You never stop laughing at it. Mm-hmm. Uh, fantastic job on Army of Darkness. In 1994, he followed that up with the Hudsucker Proxy. He was the writer on that film. That uh, film was directed by the Coen brothers. I really enjoyed the Hudsucker Proxy. I remember that, but I don't remember much else about it. I know it's got Tim Robbins in it. But uh, yeah, it's uh, got, he invents the hula hoop. What the fuck? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's something they, like that. They made a movie uh-huh. about a guy who invented the hula hoop it's not about the i don't think it's about the actual guy who invented the hula hoop but this, he invents the hula yes hoop. in this movie he's the he invents the hula hoop or something it's crazy it, it but it's really funny and over the top and insane and that starts him sort of drifting a bit away from horror tim robbins was on it what the yeah fuck? in 1995 we get the quick and the dead he directed that and uh that is the western that i believe stars sharon stone and gene hackman mm-hmm. Is that yeah. right? And, uh, you know, this movie. Uh, oh, wow. Russell Crowe and Leonardo DiCaprio mm-hmm. are in it, too. OK, I have seen it again a long time ago. It's not a bad movie. This is sort of, uh, you know, Westerns in the mid 90s kind of made a, a weird comeback. They really did. Yeah. And this is one of the, the better ones that came out during that time. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not a movie that I revisit uh, often. I probably haven't seen it since, you know, the late 90s. <laughs> 
Yeah, I but, uh, I have a hard time watching just Western movies in general. I feel like yeah. a lot of times they just go, like, they try too hard to be too, like, I don't even know how to explain it. I just feel like they try too hard, and it just doesn't come off as genuine for a Western, I guess. I gotta unmute myself. Yeah, I get that. <laughs> I'm like, am I talking into nothingness? Is he still there? Yeah, I'm still here. I was just muted. Um, And then, boy, I can't wait to get into this one. 1998's A Simple Plan. Who Uh, directed that? Have you seen A Simple Plan? um, No. I believe you had mentioned this movie on Slasher Radio. Probably. And I, for some reason, thought you said A Simple Favor. No. I have seen um, the simple favor. And I favor. was like, that's a great fucking movie. Uh, Hell yeah. I agree with him. Um, but now um, I'm thinking back and I think you said a simple plan. Uh, probably. I have seen <laughs> a simple favor and I did quite like it. That's the one with Anna Kendrick, right? Yep. Yeah. Big fan of Anna Kendrick. Oh, I love her. Yeah. 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 And I did like that movie. But a simple plan, it is a, uh, it's not a horror movie. It is described here as a neo noir crime th- thriller. Right, you got me with crime thriller. I'm done. Um, and it is based on a novel which I have not read, but this movie is so good. Yeah, it is. It literally one of my. I would. I would say this will probably be in my top twenty movies of all time. Oh. Um, but yeah, it's it's criminally underseen, but it's so so good. Um, it's uh it's about a simple plan. There's some guys in Minnesota who um are going out for the day. You know. Uh, yeah. actually they're actually they're not even i don't think they're going out for the day they're like driving in a pickup truck mm-hmm. and they stop for some reason and the dog jumps out and runs into the woods and it's it's the middle of winter so you know it's minnesota there's snow everywhere right and so they they go chasing after their dog into the woods and while they're looking for him they come across a plane that has crashed mm-hmm. and inside the plane is a ton of money oh. like, i don't remember how much money it was but it's a lot of money. it's like 15 million dollars or something right um in duffel bags uh, so they don't know what to do because, you know, if you take the money, you could get in trouble, right? Because people right. are looking for the money and, you know, you're supposed to turn that in. I don't know who the fuck would do that, but you're supposed to. <laughs> Not me. Um, so they come up with a simple plan, which is one of the guys is going to hold on to the money. Um, and he is the the one who's doing better than the None of them are really rich. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the one guy's got like a wife and a, a baby and they, you know, owns a house and everything. And the other two guys are just kind of like these white trash idiots. Um, so he's like, I'll hold on to the money in the spring when the snow melts and they find the plane. If there's no mention of the money, we'll split it three ways and we'll all take off and we'll just go our separate ways. Right. If they mention the money when they find the plane and that it's missing, I'm going to burn it in my fireplace. We're going to pretend it never happened. Simple enough, right? Seems like a simple plan. Everything goes to shit. Of course. And it is fantastic. It is great to watch it unravel. Billy Bob Mm -hmm. Thornton deserved an Oscar for Best Supporting Actor for this movie. He didn't even get nominated, but he is so good in this movie. Now, you know what? I'm done with this episode. I want to go watch a simple plan. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it is a fantastic I have a feeling you're going to add this to the list. I can't really because it's not a horror film, but uh, you should definitely watch it. Uh, after that, uh, he comes back uh, the next year, 1999, with For Love of the Game. 
Uh, he directed this. This is uh, one of Catherine Costner's baseball movies. Um, yeah, I was going to say this looks familiar, but I've seen so many. I swear Kevin Costner's in like every baseball movie. Yeah, this is uh, one of this is probably the worst of his baseball movies, or at least mm-hmm. of the big three. Um, it's uh, yeah, it's not very good. <laughs> All right, good not, not a fan of this one. Um, if you're looking for a Kevin Costner baseball movie, you watch Bull Durham. That's all. Um, in uh, 2000, he directed The Gift. I have seen The Gift, but it has been a long time. I don't remember it that well. Um, but again, it is uh, it's a thriller. Um, I believe there's something about a dead kid or something. I have not seen this. Okay. Yeah, I thought I had because the title sounded familiar, but uh-huh. I, have, I have not. I was thinking of a different movie. <clears throat> yeah, it's been so long since I've seen it. I don't I don't really remember it um, all that well. So I, I couldn't even give you an opinion on it other than apparently it's extremely forgettable. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we get into Spider-Man. So 2002. This is where I know my shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so in 2002, he directs Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Uh, this movie's all right. Tobey Maguire is hands down, I swear, the best Spider-Man. No, that new guy's great. Oh, Tom Holland is is really really great, but Tobey Maguire in this Spider-Man movie, this one, this is the Spider-Man movie. I don't care what anybody says. If someone is like, I like Spider-Man, I want to watch a movie. This mm-hmm. is the one they have to watch. Yeah, no, I, I would agree with that. And also, what happened to Tobey Maguire? Uh, it seemed like know. he was really hot for a little while, right? Like his he was was doing great. I, and I feel, <coughs> excuse me, I feel like Spider Man Three um, did not help his career. I guess not because I don't. We'll know. get to that, but yeah, I don't. I don't know what he's been up to. He is in the new Spider Man movie. I have heard that. I have not seen yes. it. Um, I haven't either. I'm on the fence about seeing it because I swore that I was mm-hmm. done. With the Marvel thing, like I was just yeah. finished. I, 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 the last one I saw was in the game, and that seemed like a good point to, to jump off, right? Yeah. Um, but now this one's got me a little interested. I'm not a huge Spider Man fan. Did you but... watch Far From Home, the last Spider Man movie? No, wait, wait, is that the one where they're on a school trip and like yes. England or yes, I did yes. see that one. Yeah, that was good. Um, <clears throat> Yeah, boy, Tobey Maguire has not done a ton. He's yeah, he's not really been in much. Oh, he was in Labor Day. I liked that. I think he. uh, I think he started doing more. Did he start doing more indie films or no? Well, he he was in a movie called Labor Day. That was directed by Jason Reitman that I I actually quite liked. Mm. Um, but yeah, he has not done a whole lot since Spider Man Three. Yeah, I didn't think he had. Wow. Um, yeah, he kind of uh, fell off for a while there. Yeah. It looks like he's movies. been producing a lot of stuff. Oh. <clears throat> Good um, for him. Yeah, he's got that going for him. But uh yeah, he hasn't done a he hasn't done a ton. He's in a movie called Wonder Boys. Wonder um, Boys? What yeah, Wonder Boys with Michael Douglas. Why also does that sound familiar. Also would be on that list of top 20 movies of all time. Yeah. Love it. So good. You know uh, what but would we're... be on that list? Pleasantville. I love that movie. Uh, Pleasantville's good. Yeah. He he was on a lot of movies that came out in the early yeah. 2000s. That Cider House I Rules. Really great movie. Yeah. Cats and Dogs. Let's not forget that. What? 
I'm just kidding. There was a movie that came out in like 2001 called Cats and Dogs, and it was just a movie about talking cats and talking dogs that were trying to fight each other. Oh, like the the cats were trying to rule the world. Uh, I don't know anything about that. All right, it was, it was so good. I mean, when that movie came out, I was seven, so of course yeah. I was interested in it. Yeah. Um. Anyway, back to Sam Raimi. Uh, back to spider-man yeah we are are far afield here um spider-man this movie was huge too it was like when it came out i mean you couldn't get this was a deal where you couldn't get tickets oh yeah you know i remember you know showing screens were sold out theaters were sold out for you know the entire day trying to get in to see it spider-man to me was kind of like the beginning of the like the new era for superhero movies yeah because i mean without spider-man doing so well there's so many other movies that probably wouldn't have gotten made yeah no i i yeah i agree with that it was um but yeah it was a huge thing it was a big phenomenon um 2004 he follows that one up by directing spider-man 2 which wait Yes, Dr. Rock. Okay, I do remember that one. Mm-hmm. I believe yeah. I've seen that one, um, but I don't know because they kind of run together to me. Yeah, no. The, the, I mean, you can never forget the original one. Uh, Willem Dafoe playing the Green Goblin was fucking terrifying. Yeah. Like, there were parts of that movie where I was like, this is so scary. <laughs> this is terrifying. I'm scared. Like, this should yeah. be a horror film. Well, Will, um, Willem Dafoe playing anything is terrifying. That's true, but I mean, when he wants just... to, when he wants to be terrifying, he's absolutely frightening. That's you know? true. <laughs> there's there's just something about the way he embodied Green Goblin with him fucking flying around in that costume that was just so so good. And I did I did just read something too recently um, about the new spider-man like obviously this isn't a spoiler because it's been out on the posters and stuff that he's in it um but that he said he would not come back unless he was able to do his own stunts so that is not a fan of that you're not a fan of that nope why because i don't want actors doing the stunts let let the stunt person do them whatever i think that's cool Especially considering how fucking old he is. You know, Tom Cruise does his own stunts too. You think he's cool? Um, Tom Cruise was cool um, before he went crazy. <laughs> I think Tom Cruise was always crazy. We just didn't learn about it. Or, Maybe you're right. Or at least there the depth is a of possibility it. of that. I yeah. mean, I, I don't know. I think 80s Tom Cruise was like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, yeah, I don't know. I, here's the thing. I don't want to set that bad precedent for actors doing their own stunts. Because what if somebody, you know, asked me to star in their major Hollywood motion picture one day and then they yeah. expect me to do my own stunts? I'm not doing that. I, I think it's usually something you work out with your contract. All right. <laughs> and All right. I don't well, think they just assume you do your own stunts. Well, they might. I mean, it might start leading that way because you got people like Tom Cruise. And okay, Willem let Defoe me rephrase. I don't think anyone's going to ask you to be in their movie. You don't so you don't that. have to worry about doing stunts. You don't know that. I got the look of a star. I got I got star power. I lift I, people up. I, I quit. I can't do this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I fucking can't. Uh, next on the list, 2005, he's credited for the story 
as ROC Sandstorm again, for God's sake. Oh, jeez. Uh, uh, the movie that. Man with the Screaming Brain. I don't know what that is. Sounds awful. Um, uh, the whatever. poster looks awful. Yeah. Oh, I mean, he didn't. Starring he didn't... Bruce Campbell. Hold on. Oh, really? Oh, Bruce Campbell directed and wrote it and oh. did the story of it. All right. Still could be awful, though. We don't know. <laughs> Starring <laughs> Bruce Campbell. Yeah. Um, in 2007, he wrote and directed Spider-Man 3. Oh God, this uh, fucking movie. I have not seen Spider-Man 3. My understanding Spider- is it is Ooh. terrible. It it's it's really bad. It's really bad. Uh I, and I can't even begin to explain like what it is that is so bad about it because it's been so long. But it's kind of our first uh intro to to Venom. And I don't think that was done very well. Uh Peter Parker, like it, like he's he's all acting weird. Have you ever seen that that gif of uh, Tobey Maguire and he's like walking down the street and like in his little black suit, like pointing at people and like dancing? Mm-hmm. That's from this movie. Okay. Yeah, I think um, one of the major complaints I heard about it was that there were too many villains. Apparently, they had a, a, a few different villains they tried to um, work into the story or something. Yeah. Uh, I think it was it was like three people, um, Harry Osborne, who was Green Goblin's son, mm-hmm. um, then Venom, and then I think the whoever it was that actually killed, uh, his uncle Ben. Oh, okay. Becomes uh someone in like a, a freak accident. Mm-hmm. Um, I, yeah, there's there was a lot going on in this movie. Yeah, um, you, you know what the problem was with the Spider-Man trilogy that Raimi did? What? They never bought, brought back Randy Macho Man Savage. Brought back? Yeah, he's in the first movie. Is he? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, when, uh, when uh, Peter Parker first learns that he's got like the spider ability, mm-hmm. he, right. he goes to a, he's a professional wrestler. Oh, right, 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 and right. And the guy oh. he wrestles is, is Macho Man. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. It's been so long since I've seen it. And I, you know, I probably never even realized. Yeah, they should have definitely brought him back. Yeah, they they should have. Yeah, I, yeah they just they did a lot of weird things and they did some weird shit with MJ and her like dating like his friend who was the son of Green Goblin and all this crazy shit. I don't know. So mm. There's just a lot going on, and it just it didn't come together. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're getting really close to nerd territory. Let's pull it back a little bit, all right? Um, <laughs> there's no such thing as being really close to nerd territory. Yeah, we're, we're either getting, in it or you're not. We're getting a little a little too close to it. It's, it sounds like Cat's gonna pop up any minute with an opinion. Oh, I about hope something. so. Where is she? Right, Maybe right. she's got an opinion about this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in 2009, he returned to the horror world and did Drag Me to Hell. The writer producer director of this film um i love this movie i think it's really great for the longest time i thought this was a remake was there a remake done to this movie not that i'm aware of am i just crazy and not that i'm aware of maybe i'm just making shit up in my head okay have you seen drag me to hell no okay uh fantastic movie i know mikey hates it i don't know why he has the worst taste um this movie's uh it's great it's uh about a girl who's uh works at a bank um mm-hmm. 
and she's up for a promotion and her boss is like, look, I don't know if you are the right person for the job. You don't, you don't, you're not able to make the tough decisions. You're a people pleaser. And that's not what we need in that position. And then a little old lady comes in to ask for an extension on her mortgage. And so she wants to show she's tough. She denies it. And the lady uh, curses her because she's like a gypsy or something. Mm-hmm. And um, although, see, I think you're not supposed to say gypsy anymore. Um, but I don't know. It's in here. The okay. word gypsy right. is yeah. in right. the Drag Me to Hell wiki. Yeah. yeah. Look. All right. Uh, so so anyway. Know. All right. Anyway. So she curses. <laughs> I like how you got quiet when you yeah. said yeah. that. I don't, I don't. Yeah. Like I'm. Yeah. Anyway. I don't know either. I don't yeah. think. I don't think you're supposed to. Show but... to cancel us for that. Yeah, I, I don't think you're supposed to, but it's in the thing. If it's in the thing, I got to, you know, anyway, whatever. Um, <laughs> uh, she, so she's cursed and then, you know, she has to try to find a way to defeat the curse and all these terrible things are happening and gross stuff. There's a lot of really gross stuff that happens. Uh, and it's a really cool movie and you should check it out. Um, 2013, he directed the uh, Oz, the Great and Powerful. Um, I did not see this. Uh, it's something to do with the Wizard of Oz, but I don't know um, what. I never went to see this because I, I, Wizard of Oz growing up was like my favorite movie. Uh-huh. So anything that isn't the original Wizard of Oz movie, I um, don't like. Yeah. yeah. So I, I never went to go that. see this. Um, yeah. I, have I believe seen... Oz the Great and Powerful is a prequel okay to um the wizard of oz um i know that the uh l frank Baum like wrote there's like a whole series of like Mm -hmm. the oz book i believe it's a prequel yeah i i haven't seen it i have heard that uh, the sequel return to oz is apparently really fucked up but i've never seen that one either I know the books are kind of fucked up, so yeah. I wouldn't. Uh, I I would imagine um, the movies. I mean, they're they're meant to be more, you know, kids' movies, but I imagine there's a lot of crazy shit that happens. Yeah, yeah. Um, so anyway, don't know much about that. And then his most recent thing, uh, which isn't out yet, it's in post production. Is um, he's the director of Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness? Interesting. So uh, I don't know what to expect from that. Again, uh, I'm sort of on in limbo with the the Marvel movies. I don't know if I'm going to see it or not. Yeah, I um, I liked the original Doctor Strange movie. Like, you know, it was okay. It wasn't mm-hmm. anything that was like spectacular. It was better than I crazy. thought it was going to be. But... It was, um, but I, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I'm kind of done with Marvel for the most part after. Um, Endgame, you know, mm-hmm. Tony Stark was kind of like my thing when it came to Marvel. Like, yeah, I loved Iron Man, and I mean, it it started with him and it ended with him. It very poetic, yada yada yada. Yeah. Um, but I I've become very picky about which ones I'll watch. Like, I loved Captain Marvel. It was a great movie. Um, yeah, I like the Spider Man movies. Yeah, but... a lot of a lot of the movies that they did were better than I thought they were to be. <clears throat> yeah, you know, um. Like Guardians of the Galaxy, I'd never even heard of that. Oh, me either. I still haven't seen the second or the third one. When they were, you know, and then like when people were describing it and they're like a raccoon and a, you know, I was like, that's the stupidest shit I've ever heard. Like, I'm not going to watch that. Rocket Raccoon's the fucking funniest Uh, thing. They were great. Um, 
yeah, those movies were great. So mm -hmm. uh, that is all his work as like a uh, writer, director. Um, and, but he mm. does have some producer only work. Yeah. Now, here's the thing I've always said about Sam Raimi. If you see directed by Sam Raimi, you're in good mm -hmm. hands. Yeah. If you see produced by Sam Raimi, run. Because uh, it's usually not good. Is I don't know if that's fair. I am also looking at this list. Well, let's 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 hit some of the the, <clears throat> the stuff on this list. Yeah. All right. Uh, we're not not all of them. We don't have to talk about all of them. Uh, 2004, The Grudge. Great movie. Don't like it. Uh, well, okay. Let me rephrase. It's been a very long time since I've seen The Grudge. Mm -hmm. um, probably since the early 2000s. Uh -huh. um, I remember being scared of it. Uh, -huh. uh I remember scaring the shit out of my sister because of that movie. Um we have like in you know, you have like the like the panel somewhere in your house you can get up into like the attic oh, sure, yeah. that don't have like staircases up. Well <clears throat> the panel in our house to get into the attic was always covered in fucking dirty ass handprints from my dad from whenever oh. he was working on things to go up there so i had convinced my sister that the grudge was living up in our attic <laughs> um which was you know really mean of me but also uh makes for a funny story yeah, now. it's funny yeah so you know i remember liking it but okay uh, right. i haven't seen it in years here, here was my problem with the grudge the, the grudge mm -hmm. the um little ghost thing whatever it is yeah. um makes that noise that mm -hmm. stupid they did that so much in that movie that it, it's supposed to be scary, but they did it so many times in that movie that it just, I started laughing every time that thing would start doing that. I can see that. Yeah, I, I can see me going back to this movie and being like, wow, this is a piece of shit. Yeah. Did not like it. Um, 2005 boogeyman. Never seen it. Terrible. Um, 2006, the grudge two. I did not see. Never saw that one. Yeah, because I did not like the first one. Uh, 2007, The Messengers. Loved that movie. Uh, not bad. That I like that, that one a lot. Yeah, that one's not bad. I'll give them that one. Uh, also, 2007, 30 Days of Night. Mm -hmm. um, one of the most overrated horror movies, in my opinion. Never seen it. Not a good movie. All not right. good. Uh, 2012, The Possession. I actually Loved quite it. liked this movie. Yeah, I liked this one a lot. Yeah. Uh, 2013, The Evil Dead remake. Great movie. Uh, loved it. Yep, big fan. Uh, 2015, Poltergeist remake. Ooh, no. awful movie. <laughs> 2016, Don't Breathe. Good movie. Great movie. Yep. So 20... far, we have one, two, three, four great movies so far. I yeah, hold, I wasn't counting. Well, I'll do it in a minute. Hold on. <laughs> I, did, I should have been keeping track of how many I liked and how many I did. I yep. wasn't doing that. Uh, 2019 crawl. Fantastic movie. Um, this is the one with the alligator, right? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. much fun. Haven't watched it. Want to. Uh, 2020s. The grudge remake. One of the worst movies I have ever seen. Um, again, never saw this remake. Terrible. All right. Uh, 2021. The unholy, which may be my least favorite movie this year. Mm -hmm. uh, also Don't Breathe 2 which I have not seen um, it came so. out already oh yeah, yeah it did didn't it oh, I yeah. find that somewhere it came and went fast it seems like um, Yeah. so as a producer for the movies that I have seen that are worth talking about 
five good. Five and a half if you count the grudge. All right. Well, I'm just doing my totals. And you know what? He's about, he's uh, five I liked, six I didn't. So, all right. Yeah, so about 50-50. Right. Yeah, he's about 50-50. I'll cut out that space, maybe, if I remember. <laughs> you or it's still going to be there. I don't know. Well, you got to think, Don't Breathe 2 is maybe you really like it. Yeah, I know. I don't heard breathe. Night Books was really good. I don't even know what that is. The first time I'd ever heard of that movie is when I saw it on that list. I think it's more like a, a kid's uh, movie. Well, maybe. I don't know. Don't breathe too. My problem with that is it takes the bad guy from the first movie and kind of makes him the hero. Yeah. And that guy ain't no hero, folks. (laughs) If I remember the end of don't breathe correctly. Um, No, he's not. So I just never I just never got around to watching it. Like I was really excited for it when it was announced. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I remember when it came out in theaters, I was just like, nah. I, I just was never in the mood to go see it. Yeah. And then I just never have. So, I don't know. Maybe I'll get around to it at some point. Um, I think that does it for Sam Raimi, unless there's anything else you want to mention. Um, um, close, close childhood friend with uh, <laughs> Bruce Campbell, which is worth you know mentioning. They've worked together, right? Clearly, uh, a million times on on different things, and uh, yeah, they've been friends for a long time. Um, and I think you know, I don't know. Looking at his filmography, he has really been all over the place. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. And I don't know if it's a situation where a lot of times you'll get um, directors uh, who will start off in the horror genre, but they want to mm-hmm. go do something else that it's not really what they love to do. It's not really what they want to do. Right. I don't know that that's the case for Sam Raimi, but it does kind of seem like it, just based on his his filmography right no it seems like he just kind of bounces around to project to project like whatever kind of fits how he's feeling or like if he really really likes it yeah. you know he decides to go with that project because like th- it's all over the place yeah it could be <laughs> i mean i you know it just seems to me like early he did a lot of horror stuff yeah and then he got away from that until Spider-Man 3 was tanked, a and then blast. he went back and did Drag Me to Hell. Yeah. And then and immediately he's gone away from that. Again. He's produce it, produced a lot of horror. Yeah. More. He's produced more horror than yeah. he has, like, recently than he has directed. Which, right. I mean, maybe that's something he it wants to get back into. Who knows? Yeah. I mean, I, I could be wrong. That's just, horror from him. You know, just sort of an impression that, that looking at it that I thought maybe yeah uh was worth noting so all right uh yeah i think that's gonna do it yeah i don't really have much to add because i i only knew sam raimi from the spider-man movies for a long time (laughs) until i put two and two together and was like holy shit that's the guy that did all the evil dead movies yeah yeah it sure is all right um well i guess that'll that'll do it and uh we'll be back uh what like a week or something probably hopefully just a week yeah with uh with a new episode of this for life uh ghost thank you so much for your time always a pleasure all right there we go except we didn't plug anything oh shit (laughs) oh shit all right ghost where can people find you online (laughs) (laughs) you can find me on twitter at ghost cj with a zero you can also catch me over on twitch twitch.tv slash ghost cj also with a zero Perfect. I am on Twitter at Radio Rob one two three. You can listen to my other show, Slasher Radio, wherever you are listening to this or life. 
And of course, you can find the show on Twitter. We are at this horror life, or you can shoot us an email, this horror life at gmail.com. Now we got the blogs out. You happy? I, I am. You know, and we can't miss it. All right. All right. This is going to stay like that. I think that'll be fun. Okay. <laughs> Works for me. <laughs>